0: Well, uh, I I had uh, a first. I don't think this has ever happened to me before. Now, if there's some sort of strange performance, uh, well, I mean, partially that's that's my fault. But if if I'm having some sort of uh, networking errors, that is because I am uh, operating on a different laptop today. It's my my Wah-wah. personal computer. Uh, well, I guess it is a PC. But you know, my my smaller laptop. That is because. I think it was on Friday, maybe. I got a little upset about something, and I, oh. uh, I I pushed my chair into my desk, and I didn't realize that I had I had one of my big containers of water here, and it spilled over onto my laptop, and I oh, and man. I didn't realize this until the next day, when I picked up my laptop and water came out of it, and I oh. you know I. I stuck it in rice. Minor footnote, I put it in rice over weekend, and Kim insisted I throw away all the rice because the quote-unquote <laughs> dirty laptop was in it. Oh, mm-hmm.
1: no. You're supposed Which, to eat the dirty laptop rice. That's like what, a, a Cajun recipe.
0: What I said is you boil the rice. So, I mean, my understanding oh, is when you boil I'm with anything, Kim. it's fine. No,
1: I'm with Kim. That's disgusting.
0: Well, she won over my, my hearts and minds. My heart, rice
1: is cheap, and that's foul.
0: That's exactly what she said. She was like, ah, it's <laughs> like two euros of rice. Right, like so. I was like, oh, okay, okay. But so, what a waste! What a waste! And I think it's—I don't really know what parboiled rice is, but it is that kind of rice that doesn't look like regular rice. I'm—I mm. I don't know. I don't know. Did it work? Uh, no, no. I, mean, <laughs> what I, of, I uh, think that, was it. A it, MacBook. Rice what was is the to be uh, like immediate? Yeah. Give us. What we stress. have is, well, we have. My pivotal uh, issued laptop from oh, long nice. ago. Like the sp- I did when uh-huh. I when I sent in the uh, the thing um the help desk ticket let's see if it turns on it said that its warranty has expired so i'm due a new one see i'm trying to turn it on doesn't uh-huh. work nope. doesn't work
2: definitely mm. does not work
0: but yeah to i just see matt ray will appreciate this i'm upset because <laughs> i i wasted a whole not wasted i put a whole schwa sticker on there mm. and now now i got a big brick here i mean i don't so know so will you but... be
2: sending the laptop to matt ray who will resurrect it and turn it into like a cane opener or something it's-
0: that's a good idea. I think I that might, is a good idea.
1: I, I might look into that. My, my, my 2010 MacBook Pro with the broken screen and broken USB interface, it's been overheating this week. So oh. I need
0: <laughs> You need something now? <laughs> Have you tried pouring water on it? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I've pulled, I've already removed like the, it, it got that swelling thing with the, the um with the battery. Mm-hmm. So I, I removed the battery. Ah, yes. Yeah. So it's. Pretty empty on the inside. It would probably appreciate a drink. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, it, it's it's dying. I could tell. Well, Coach,
2: what's your? What were the corporate overlords? Was it real easy? Was it just like check a box? Uh, broke laptop. Water or was it? Did it require like some pictures? Some type of well, specifications? Well, like what's the replacement process? like? Well,
0: I haven't checked my email, so the process is not over yet. However, one, you know, we we in this community like to uh, put down help desk tickets. I gotta say. I don't know what it is VMware uses, but their help desk system is wonderful. Service now. has to be service now. It's a corporate Basically mandate. like like you you type there's a search box and you type in stuff and it might suggest stuff, but then it also has this button that's just like create ticket and Perfect. you can just like write whatever you want and well, like usually good. within an hour someone has replied to you on topic. And I don't know how they do it. But this is actually you have to
2: say this is a nice thing to do because like you've done something I would assume happens maybe hundreds on occasion. I mean, it ha- definitely it's a well known workflow. People have obviously broken laptops, <laughs> so like you're oh, in I a nice sure pouring water on laptop. You are you're in a nice it zone. Is. I actually would say like pouring water on, or coffee or something like that on a laptop pretty common. So you're in a nice, well understood uh, run that's true. book kind of trouble ticketing situation. Like people are gonna be like, yeah. "Yep," and they and because that's why I think they would they would just tell you like you just need to do this one thing. Because that lets us verify that it's broken. Yep. Like send a picture, give us a serial number, whatever, something like that. And then so, at that uh, point, uh, the machine takes over.
0: So, so that is, so that was the next step. This is where we're, we're at. Is the uh, I'm, and of course I'm complicating it, but I'll get to that. So they asked me what the serial number was. I replied, I can't turn it on, so I couldn't tell you. Uh, <laughs> except that I know where it is. However, I said, you know, here is the, uh, you know, this is the pivotal service tag, which I guess they don't have anymore, but that's on there. And I said, you know, it, it's running under my name. So can you look it up in your uh, your MDM or your, Ooh, you know, desktop management Got fancy thing? on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and sure enough, they did. They're like, oh, P-ticks? yeah, it's serial number this, and it's this profile, and that's why they knew it was out of warranty. And so they were, and they asked what kind of keyboard I needed, you know, US. English yeah I don't want to be spelling words incorrectly like those other people and uh and and then so I was really close Brandon but I replied back with hey is there some way what is the process for getting manager and budget approval to get a more high powered laptop because you know
2: now you're into the escalation oh man I'm I'm into it I'm into it because because, yes
0: because listen listen call center uh, usually it has to to get your call center right was that what well, the answer? i hey i you know whatever it is they want to give me i want more powerful because mm-hmm. <laughs> i do i do i do like you know i do video editing and streaming and like yeah all, yeah, and, yeah all this stuff and so like hey, I, they mean, were going
1: to give you one of those x86 laptops I, i'm, I'm sure
0: you know i'm sure they were going to give me a great laptop but what i want is like so the the way this would also happen is i'm a developer and i want a high-powered developer laptop okay you know because i have to so, like, it, it's the equivalent of like, I, d- I do all this stuff, and like, it doesn't, it's not really working very well on my little laptop, which is great as a uh, collaboration. Okay. Thing. So,
2: let, take me back. Before that, did you get a choice yeah. of replacement? Even before? No, no 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 no, you know. no, 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 no. I mean, I'm, 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 and, I'm I don't remember, remember
0: how. how- yeah, I wait, hold up. I don't remember how old I am, but I'm uh-huh. old enough that I'm just like, let's just start from this. Like, I don't, we don't need oh, I to like go it. Down you
2: that just avenue. went, you're just like, I I'm skipping ahead. Yeah. Like, yeah I just, yeah,
0: want this right. is, this okay, is like, it. this is like, if you're calling in and your internet, yeah, yeah. internet doesn't Hits work. You're up. like, yeah, you're like, listen, I've rebooted it. I yeah. blew the dust out of the USB port. I went <laughs> in into, I logged into the secret thing and I made sure the software was updated. I check this like over and over now can I just talk to someone? Well, sir, first, would you please try to restart the router? Mm -hmm. This may be a device and you're, yeah. So anyways, but so far it's gone. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Now when it comes to actually spending money, it's not like the help desk system.
2: No, that's much harder. That's a different system. Yeah. Yeah. Well, are you, just give me your goal. Are you trying to go for the M one, the new MacBook M one? I mean,
0: I I can't imagine that that's available. Uh, but no, I, I not expensive well i know but we've all worked at companies before
2: okay so you just may have to go the big intel yeah you know at at
0: the at the very least i would guess that security hasn't done a a proper profiling sure probably
2: Probably has not been corporate image has not been approved yet yeah Yeah. i could see that
0: i don't even know if they have a u.s english keyboard available on that it it may not be possible Uh, (laughs) (laughs) they're they're exclusively selling to europeans in silicon valley hey you know it's all about the euros right they want the the euros
2: keyboard is available that's right.
0: Yes. No, I you know I don't even I don't even know what the menu is. I just want to be like, where's the secret menu? All right, right? like I I want to I want some high powered stuff. And if you can't give me the high powered stuff, I'm going to ask two or three more times. You and want then, it animal style? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like you know. it. I, well,
2: listen, I wish you really good uh, the best of luck getting the uh, the the because <laughs> uh-huh. it's really like you got to get the cost center and the approval. I know at the end of yeah, the day that's yeah. what you're really searching for, and sometimes that can be hard
0: yeah yeah you know my experience in in uh purchasing stuff uh with the uh, the new the new employer is that uh knowing all of that doesn't matter you just have to uh you know you just sort of have to hope that something happens it's 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 like a black hole of approvals uh, that you go through all sorts of excitement so we'll see it's a, it's, it's an adventure you know I got to give myself something to do I don't really have enough going on This
2: episode is brought to you by CBT Nuggets. Are you looking to build your IT skills? Do you want to learn more about IT security, cloud computing, or networking? Then it's time to visit CBT Nuggets. They offer over 350 courses and over 2,000 virtual labs. They have courses available on everything, including AWS, Linux, VMware, and even Salesforce. Best of all, it's available online, so you can learn what you want, when you want. CBT Nuggets adds over 40 hours of new training each week, so there's always something new to learn. They also offer accountability coaching, allowing you to speak with a real person who can help you create a personalized learning path, set goals, and check in to make sure you stay on track. To get started, visit cbtnuggets.com slash sdt. That's c-b-t-n-u-g-g-e-t-s dot slash sdt. There you can sign up for the free learner offer where you can sample portions of popular courses for free by signing up with your Google account. And as a bonus, you will be entered into a drawing to win a six-month premium subscription. Start learning today at cbtnuggets.com slash sdt. And of course, we thank them for sponsoring our show.
0: Well, before we get started, I keep uh, forgetting. I know there's someone in the chat room who will know this, but on my team, we have a new opening. If you want to do some uh, some advocate evangelism work whatever you want to do like we got we got something there it'd be great if you were into the old uh, ops devopsy whatever kubernetes type of stuff but you should come into the slack and uh say you're interested in that because we have an exciting slot for you you could tell me what the common issue new laptop is because i might still be filling out tickets trying to get no <laughs> nah, they're moving
1: fast they're moving fast
0: yeah, no, it's probably going to be nice. I, I like my uh, my help desk support people. They're all they're very rapid in responding. Well, speaking of rapid in responding, I think this 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 year this this LTM the trailing twelve months, we've been working on a theory that uh, you know that you got the Zoom and the Dropbox and the Discord and the Box and and according to uh, an article in the Motley Fool, there's another rumor that maybe Dropbox will buy Box. And I think I think it was uh, was it Brian who suggested that it would be called Box with two X's. I forget. That that seems appropriate. And I I was reading this article and then I came upon a part that said you know uh, I should look it up. But basically, with the the customer uh, the customer base of these two companies, if they combined, <laughs> they would have six hundred thousand uh, customers, which hey. might start to rival Microsoft. <laughs> And, and I feel like that analysis maybe just kind of like drove off the cliff uh, at that point, but you know, it, it does, you know, I, I, as always, I haven't done extensive research on the numbers or anything like that, but I'll give you a personal experience. So I have used Dropbox since forever, right? Like maybe even since, uh, I was at BMC, I don't, I don't remember, but this year, you know, with my defaults lifestyle, I finally cut it off. And I just use the iCloud. And it was actually like, I. Did, this is a little pro tip for people living in the EU. It turns out that you have, if you have an auto-renewing subscription, you have like 60 or 90 days to cancel it. Whereas if you're back in the States, the land of the so-called free, uh, if uh, if you have an auto-renewing subscription, as Dropbox's fact will say, you could fuck off if you didn't want to do that. Uh, <laughs> we got your bets. Yeah, but but here in the EU. So I had it auto renewed when I was doing this. And then and then I realized a week later, and I just emailed them. And I was like, I live in Amsterdam. And they're like, cool, canceled, like, and they they refunded my money. But anyways, so I I feel like there are some limitations that uh, the iCloud thing has, but it's sort of like, it's fine. So far, I've been using it for a while. And uh, it's it's pretty good. But I do understand that in the, the box and the Dropbox area, it's a lot more about the uh, the business usage of things. You got you well, got the DocuSign, and we use it for our show notes here. But wait, who, you know, who owns DocuSign? Uh, not DocuSign, DocSend. I'm sorry. Oh, I, I okay. assume it's some. I was about
1: to say, like that's some synergies right there.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, my, throw my, something my
1: th- in your box and you right click and say DocuSign this.
0: I, I think what I'm doing here is I'm using the individual lens on a thing. And I suspect there are lots of large companies and, who are relying on, you got your OneDrive, your Dropbox, your Box, and they're probably also using Google Drive with G Suite. And uh, I don't know. So, I, I but wait, minute, like-
2: are you just saying here, I think you're kind of like a wraparound analysis here is just you're saying it's Box wraparound. and Dropbox. Uh, could we just say they're commodities at this point? Like, that doesn't yeah. seem to be <laughs> well. Like,
1: like, so, like I said, like most of the customers couldn't tell you which one they're on because they're probably on both. And when they, you know, when they inevitably combine forces like you know, Cloudera and uh, Mapper, you know, it'll be like, oh, okay,
2: yeah. Well, I think you've <laughs> on it before because most companies are probably going to have either Office 365 or the G, G-, G- Suite, and of course, mm-hmm. that's OneDrive <laughs> or Google. Uh, Google Drive, so you got those are just kind of built in as incumbents, and then you got yep. on the personal uh offering right you got just what you just went over there iCloud storage so it it does seem like they're j- just kind of getting squeezed so this is kind of what I said is like um in the in our you know our belief uh, our push forward with the investment bankers i I think this is a deck we don't need to see the the dropbox box pitch deck we don't think that's not a good place to spend your time and money. All the goldman analysts should be like again i'd go back to like pitching zoom like just find one that you like maybe even just make the box uh and dropbox slides replaceable and just have two pitch decks and just see like hey which which do you like zoom do you like dropbox or you like box but but box and dropbox seeing together it seems like that's just an anchor there's nothing new going to happen there
0: yeah yeah you, you've, you've got a you've got a big customer base that you can uh do something with but but no i i think i think you're uh Whatever the opposite of a wraparound analysis is, Brandon. Uh, would that be a, a single point analysis? <laughs> Let's go ahead. Or, or, a, or, or a, it'd be a vector analysis It has direction and momentum. It, it, that's what a vector is, right? Uh, but yeah, it is like... That's what I always wonder with, with these companies nowadays, is it really is just like a commodity. And like like, I'm always... I know that they each try to differentiate feature-wise, and it's always weirdly interesting to see what they choose to do, right? So, like, like you know, as I was saying, we use this paper thing in Dropbox, and the only reason we use it is because long ago it was the only thing I could find that had a markdown export, which not really that much of an issue nowadays, but we keep using it. And it, it's really like uh, a word processor? I don't yeah. know.
2: It's basically it's- like a Microsoft Word compar- uh, competitor, but you wouldn't really use it unless you had this one niche use case that like we identified yeah, a long yeah. time ago.
0: And, and my my sense of Dropbox, I mean, it's it's kind of like Adobe would probably be the one to buy Dropbox, right? Because I think Dropbox is sort of used like when you've got an external agency and like you can only email two megabyte attachments and like, you know, your big bank email policy rejects it. So you can like share a link in Dropbox. Or what's that other one, we send? There's something else they use over here in Europe all the time. And it's like always showing me pictures from some like, you know, modern art scene or something. But it's a weird uh, file sharing But I think thing, this is but- just a
2: good example of like, hey, sometimes uh, a company just becomes a feature, right? Sometimes it's the other way. Sometimes somebody starts yeah, yeah. what looks like a feature. Maybe this is kind of a Clubhouse kind of thing. It's like, is Clubhouse a feature or a product, a company? And it's like, I think at one point, these this box, Dropbox, it was pretty new. Couldn't easily do it. There's lots of, you know... Uh, wasn't very simple. Dropbox remember had they had the whole like spread like if if uh, I sign up and you know Kote, you get five extra gigs and then I could do it. yeah. So, so we had all that. and but now it's now you look back on it, it's like, well, it seems like it's just become a feature. They weren't able to like use that velocity to like, if you will grow beyond just that that initial use case. So now it does right, to right. your point, like it seems like there are people that need this feature, like Zoom needs it. I think you hit Adobe needs it. We could probably come up with four or five others. And that feels like the natural end to these companies will be like, you know, subsumed by the maybe, you know, Salesforce seems like they're always buying stuff. Right. Why not? You know, why not throw one of them in over there? So it mm, seems like the natural now that's end something of these interesting.
0: That's yeah, you know, I mean, and and yeah, exactly your point. The folklore is that to like uh, like, uh, you know, Apple wanted to buy Dropbox and they said no. And Steve Jobs was just like, this is a feature, not a product, uh, which, you know makes makes some sense it seems like
2: with iCloud it seems like that is coming to (laughs) to fruition yeah yeah Yeah. and and it was right there
0: yeah yeah like you know so Adobe has like a creative cloud filing file syncing thing that is uh file syncing has become like I am where like I you know every six months I go through and delete all these little icons from my menu bar of things that are trying to like uh like sync all the time and I don't know it is it is pretty pretty ridiculous and yet, it is so hard to share files. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and, <laughs> and yet, all this—you got to get yourself a new Mac so you can get those icons back.
0: I know, I know. Everyone's going to be excited about the uh, the journey of finding a new Macintosh that I'll have, and and I'll I'll, I'll keep people updated. Well, one more thing. Uh, now, uh, on the Discord thing. So, have there been any follow-ups on the rumors of, of Microsoft or anyone buying them, or is that? Uh, was it april fools early i guess no i think there's
2: really nothing has happened it seems like it does still it looks like this end of april i think was what people said you know it'd be announced so it feels like it's got momentum i don't know i don't know how we would summarize our our opinion of it last week i think i was sort of you know kind of i don't think it's that great big a deal i don't know kote where we where you came out i feel like we were sort of maybe skeptical of it so i always think i always like to like Look at the opposite. So uh Professor Galloway, <laughs> he uh he he said it was uh gonna be like the best acquisition of the year. So there you go. So there's the other uh end of the the and I think most of that was driven around you know, we touched on it a little bit, like I guess like the Xbox. Like, you know, they kind of feel like uh, him and Kara Swisher feel like that's a real good synergy with Xbox and it would be really good and stuff like that. I do think though it's interesting listening to them talk because I think they, they know about like teams and stuff, but my impression is they actually never use any of the stuff just because nah. the way they talk about it, they're like teams is really good. You know, it's really, I'm seeing a lot no, of, nobody Jacker, can use it's really it, good. So I, I feel like Galloway <laughs> and Kara switcher, like they don't actually use any of the stuff. Right. And I'm like, Oh, well we have an advantage here because we use it all the time. And I'm like, it's pretty different. Like it's pretty different. And I'm not sure why discord and Xbox, like I still don't see get it. And, like and, why and the would it be who are a big like, thing?
1: The people who think that there's this massive, you know, oh yeah, the Discord people and the Xbox people are going to be all about it. And didn't they? Didn't Microsoft already can their game streaming? They did. They did site that. because yeah. you know they didn't get the synergies they want. Now they're like, you know what? We're going to buy it again.
2: But like, it just and, seems and, like like why? Like everyone that wants to use this is already using it. They already can do it. Like there's nothing. Yeah. There's nothing there. So so it's it actually to really it interesting in to listen your Xbox to their take. Live account. He was, uh, cause you know, I don't know, they were just all about it. So I was like, well, we're just, you know, what, but then again, like, you know, I, I said not to buy snowflakes, snowflake. So there you have it. Yeah. Right? Like, what do I, that, know? that like, that'll you know, always, you know, well, this,
0: this, uh, th- you know, doing more, more, uh, this begs the question, Brandon so what, what what do the the pivot what's the pivot podcast think about snowflake Are they are they, all <laughs>
2: they, for do, it? they surprisingly i don't think they got into that one or i missed that episode maybe that, they probably yeah. were high on it though do
0: you do, do you do you still listen to that podcast no or, i, I only do this if
2: um i did this one because in the twitter like i, I subscribed to that oh, F- yes. and then i was like oh they talked about discord and i was like oh i should go listen because like we talked about it and i was like oh Oh well they they disagreed with us. So it's like, oh yeah. Okay. Well maybe that's good. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that's well, bad.
1: That they can be our new rival. That that's it. We can establish them as our rival.
2: Galloway was all economy. about like, you know, Tesla, he's like short Tesla. Tesla's going to nothing. This is gonna be it's just a battery company. And since then, it's gone on to be like one of the most valuable companies ever. So I didn't have that one. That's a pretty big miss. Like if you shorted Tesla, you're bankrupt. So I you know, I never said that.
1: Well, they they've been down lately, but yeah. Yeah, but like if you uh,
2: shorted it, when was like at fifty dollars, it's overvalued. Oh and it's no! Like now no, it's no. up to like I don't know, whatever five hundred. So yeah, so, yeah. Uh, you you bankrupted yourself multiple times if you actually yeah. stuck with that advice.
0: That that is, you know, just doing a little uh, meta media commentary, and then we we can move on. Like they they those two are an interesting combination. Not the two of them, but the, what they produce is an interesting combination of like gratuitous contrarian and you know insane enthusiast like like they they sort of like weave those two pieces of fabric together to get like some some crazy stuff going on do there.
1: we need more crazy is that what you're
0: saying i don't know i you know it's hard to get crazy.
1: i think, i think we have
0: lots know. of contrarian <laughs> yeah yeah no there's a, there's already that platypus guy who does crazy like he's he's doing all right oh but he's
1: on to something he's on i know
0: i know he's New that, York that Times
1: aws guy. uh the one taking AWS media or press out to the woodshed the other day was,
0: uh, oh, that was, yes.
1: that was yes. quite spot on. Yeah. Know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Just complaining about loopholes and tack. I, I only heard a little bit about that. I haven't read the, uh, were, were there any, any more saucy tweets? Was there just like, three no, or he forward? put out,
1: he put in an article. So, so Corey Quinn from, uh, uh screaming at the cloud and this week in AWS, uh, put out an article, um, I think I put it in the show notes somewhere. Um but essentially like his point was this week AWS press media PR uh, PR that's that's what it is. Um they they lied. You know he said like straight up <laughs> they started <laughs> they actually responded to it to something saying you don't really believe that people, you know, defecate in cups and bottles in, in the PM workspace bottles. and like, "Whoa," you know, you don't, you that's probably one of the marketing rules that they teach you on day one is don't talk about, you know,
0: <laughs> <Peeing in laughs> scatological
1: scotalog- functions with the official Twitter account. So uh-huh. he's like, that was that was odd, you know, okay, you can go there, but uh, uh, but then he's like, it's p- well documented. And then uh, Intercept, you know, dumped out like, here's a bunch of emails talking about it, right? Where they're like, oh, gross, nasty, you know, so it's like they're just lying, it's like, you know, they've never just lied. And, you know, now that they've, you've seen that they're willing to do that, he said, you know, over the years, his encounters with them, you know, they would say, you know, that's incorrect. And he would give them the benefit of the doubt. And usually they were, they were right. Or he'd find someone to, you know, verify that they were right. You know, he said like, they would no comment things if they didn't like them, but they'd never just straight up say like, you know, that's a lie. And so, you know, now he's like, you've just thrown away, you know, 15 years of of, you know, good and goodwill with customers because now they know like, well, we thought we could trust you.
0: Well, this, this is why, you know, I don't know if people have, uh, been doing the ongoing criminology criminology of, of my life, but this is why I don't really use Twitter very much anymore. You write one tweet about peeing in bottles and all of a sudden you've ruined 15 years of credibility. (laughs) It just, it just seems like, uh, it just seems like it's not really a, a good, healthy environment. Uh, For people operating in like, and then also, uh, you know, the the former former Docker person, he tweeted something just that he's starting a new company. And all of a sudden, everyone's upset at him. Like it it, I I didn't go like check out a thread, but it seemed like he was just saying he's starting a company with two friends and uh, then controversy.
2: Well, I don't know. On that one, it was interesting just because I think it it was not so many uh, thinly veiled kind of swipes at his former company. So I, I think it would be different of like, hey, I've, I'm back. I want to start a company. But I mean, I think he, he went out of his way to to talk about how like work work needs to be fun and it has to be passion and it wasn't like that. And, you know, it just, so I don't, I don't know. I think that one, I think you kind of made your own bet a little bit, right? If you want to come out and say, hey, I'm really excited. We're starting this company. Here's what we're going to do. Great. But it was interesting just to like, you know, when you announce that you're not even announcing what the company is <laughs> and you take time to like, kind of maybe reflect on the stuff you didn't like at your last place. And I think many people would say, well, they, there were choices. I mean, they had a chance there to sell that at probably a pretty high valuation. So I don't know that one. I, I've left sympathy, I guess. For so, that.
0: so you're right. I apologize. I didn't realize this was one of those Twitter threads. Now mm-hmm. I'm looking at it. I thought it was just the first one. This is, this is also see now, now doubly as a reader, it's very frustrating. I need, I know there, I know there's that thread unspool thing, but this clearly should have been a medium post. That's, <laughs> that's, that's right. what should have happened. Why I'm here. starting,
2: why I'm starting a new company. Well, I think it's all take there too. It's like, I, I kind of read it the whole thing around. Like I, I was more reflecting on like, what is, what potential lessons did he learn from that? And I'm not sure he learned the right ones. It's sort of like, if you're starting a company and you're going to take a lot of venture capitalists, you're signing. I mean, you are just signing up for a certain mission, a certain set of goals that, it may be very difficult. Like they're going to be very difficult situations when you do that. That's, you know, and there could be huge rewards. So don't get me wrong. It's not like I think it's a, a bad idea, but just idea that like, Hey, like we're all going to work together. We're going to, we're close friends and it's going to be fun. It's like, cause you know, even like these, these group of people that seem really tight, it's like oftentimes co-founders get in like pretty bad personal relationships. Like that's an often an end to those situations. So I don't know. Just reading that over it was interesting because I think he had gone through obviously a, a tumultuous time at Docker. It just felt like, hey, he, you could be setting yourself up for a, a very similar thing. If, 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 well, as if- I understand what he's going to do, raise money, start a new company, make you know big prox- proclamations around a lot of revenue. Um, that's a lot different than maybe starting a very small consulting, self-funded project that you're you know you're trying to constrain and you know, have more control over. So. I don't know. We'll see what happens.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, he hasn't even uh, announced what he's going to do. He just said, you know, I need beta testers, and people are like, you know, coming out of the woodwork to beta test for him. And he hasn't, you know, he also, hasn't also like said, is it going to be open source or not? Which, you know, kind of opens the door of like, did Docker burn him to that? You know, to that side. I mean, uh, you know, uh, Adam Jacob from from Chef has a new company that they haven't announced what the product is yet, as far as I know. And he also hasn't announced if it'll be open source or not. And, you know, I've seen him go back and forth about like maybe he won't, you know. So, um have these founders like lost that passion or, or, you know, who knows?
2: What I also, I just think too, like how you reintroduce yourself at is just, I think you have a lot of choices there. And I think just like I said, I think at the, at the beginning, it's like it's interesting to like, Start by kind of addressing the past. Maybe he felt like he had to do it, but like you've been, you've had a while to like address that. It seems like if you're out with a new thing and be like, Hey, even if you don't announce what it is, Hey, we're in stealth. We want beta testers. We're really excited about this new thing. You know, I'm sure he would get what he wants out of it. And that would be perfect. Right? Like if you kind of like, you know, drudge up the past, well, people are going to talk about the past, right? They're not going to talk about your new thing.
1: He just has to be careful that it doesn't get clubhouse real fast. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's true. Like I don't know. Depending on what it is. It's true. Like I don't know what's what's the take on Clubhouse? Is it over? Did the club is the clubhouse it's over, did man? Did already Everybody become a feature?
1: When it's LinkedIn a feature for everything. I was gonna say Discord when LinkedIn copies you, is it Slack officially over? It a feature. Yeah.
0: It I, I think I think Teams has it as a feature. It's over, man. Kote, have you ever made it into a Clubhouse? Uh that, that one time that my daughter started a uh, a room accidentally and you told me. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I don't know. I went in there. I went in there at some other point and it's just like, you know, that's not my, my, that's not my thing. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm the guy who doesn't like, you know, call in shows. So I just like, I don't, and, and like, it's just a, uh, uh, it just doesn't fit like my view of reality. I, I think is the, uh, how I want to live my life. doesn't make any sense. And also like, I would go in there and there's all these like titles of like emojis in them about, growth hacking and uh, you know i'm always i'm always like a little leery of communities that spend a lot of time talking about themselves this episode is brought to you by strong dm managing access to infrastructure is hard databases servers web apps kubernetes clusters and they all have different ways of managing access meet StrongDM. it's a proxy to manage access to all infrastructure Need to give the marketing team access to BigQuery and GCP? Done. Does an engineer need access to customer-hosted Windows servers? No problem. DevOps needs to open up an interactive shell on EKS? So easy. And it just works. Admins, you can easily extend your identity provider to infrastructure, automate onboarding, offboarding, and moving people within roles using Terraform or the API. And your end users love it because there's zero change to workflow. StrongDM is trusted by companies like Hearst, Peloton, and SoFi to manage access. Start your free 14-day trial today with no credit card required at strongdm.com sdt. That's strongdm.com sdt. And of course, we thank StrongDM for sponsoring our show. Well, I, I you know, I just I wanna just mention two things before we get to the next topic. It looks like it looks like in the old cloud native world, there's there's two interesting things if you wanna go check out the uh the show notes. Looks like uh there's a lot of uh champagne drinking over there at IP IBM. They're gonna be writing stuff on top of OpenShift. Sounds like fun. And then also here in uh VM world, we had a big old uh announcement of three different like uh cloud things that we're doing. You got VMware, Cloud Universal and there's a little bit of the uh, Tanzu the pivotal stuff with uh, app modernization and also uh, kind of multi-cloud management stuff. Y'all should go check that stuff out. It's very much so in the topic area that we would talk about uh, normally. But, you know, following up on the previous thing, I, I want to, you know, I like, I like to uh, kind of figure out my own psychological thinking here especially as it pertains to work as i get older and someone put a uh, a fun article in about basically uh it was it was like a a question thing of like you know how do i deal with my job being uh meaningless and it was i think the best part of that that job the way that it was answered in the uh, the q a thing was great it was very classic uh let's say modern Um, advice columnist where the the advice columnist first answered for about two thirds of it about their life and things they have done which I thought was great but what was funny is it seems like this person had worked doing uh, like YouTube content moderation and community building and the anecdotes she told about what she did were just hilarious they were they were uh, fantastic but it did it did bring up it did uh, I finished reading just just hang on with me here i'll connect these two things together I, w- I was talking to a large bank earlier today with some of my uh my work buddies and uh so you know i like to keep up with the trends so i went and uh here's a pro tip for you if you're if you're going to be talking in a t- industry vertical context uh you should just go look up the latest annual McKinsey overview you're going to get yourself 30 to 300 pages p- pages of pdf just going over how things are going and it's it's like amazingly good content if you're a um is the word dilettante someone who uh just eats a little bit here and there and isn't a oh, specialist yeah. so if you're kind of dilettanting your way through that it's great stuff and you don't even have to do a johnny legion you just download the pdf directly they don't care as, as far as i can tell uh and one of the things there was this great uh there was a thing about uh european banks and their advice to european banks one of their pieces of advice was basically like, hey, y'all had to do all this agile stuff over the past year, and you really figured out how to streamline the way that you're operating, uh, and so you should keep doing that. Like, maybe don't have so many meetings, and like bring and kind of like run a meeting like as if you want to accomplish something. Have a very tight agenda <laughs> ahead of time uh, that you have people doing. And the best line was, "Don't bring an entourage to a meeting," uh, which. You know, I, I'm sure we've all experienced this, where there's like this gr- great passel of, of people at a meeting, and you know, reading through that, and I and I took a screenshot and put it on the old uh, the old Twitter, uh, despite me saying it was a, a weird place to to post things. It made me realize that, and start to think that like. Yeah, I I think the problem with a lot of large organizations is they just like do a bunch of dumb shit and don't actually do anything. I know this is a reoccurring theme with me, but like like to read that in a McKinsey article, I mean, it was basically like, so yeah, you'd never actually, hey, large banks, you just like don't decide to do stuff and you have a bunch of meetings and maybe don't do that. Like,
2: all right, but like, just, let's go. Like um, let's connect something we've been talking about on, on a couple of past shows, right? So, we had that whole Goldman Sachs analyst thing, right? And yes. I think, um, you know, just to recap, that was like they basically made a PowerPoint explaining that they're working like 120 hours a week. It's not sustainable and they, they hate it, right? So, I think the general consensus, I'm just like a very broad, was hey, these people should just suck it up that's the job. They should just get over it. Right. It's like, I get it. And they're going to make a lot of money and they're not a super sympathetic group of people. Right. So I get that. But I think my, the thing I thought more about it was that group is pointing out a lot of pointless work, right? Like if you kind of dig into that, it's like, why are we spending so much time formatting pitch decks, right? In this crazy arcane, perfect format. And they're sort of pointing out the point that this is just a waste of time. Like, this isn't really, like, if you dive into it, like, the formatting of the pitch deck isn't really going to win these deals, right? To your point, like, having the big meeting, having to have all the PowerPoint, review the PowerPoint, the pre-meetings, right? The deal's really going to be won or lost on many other things. And so when groups of people, like, often point these things out, right, I think there is sort of, like, uh, kind of the, the elder statement view of, like, hey, you just need to suck it up. That's how it's been. That's how it was for me. That's how it's going to be for you. And this is how business works, right? Like sometimes like people get beat down that way. But I think they still are pointing out to your point. Like if you point out in a meeting that you're like, I don't think we need to do this anymore. Like, I don't think we need to have the, um, you know, the, the business review or the annual plan or the sales kickoff or the meeting for the meeting. Like you, especially if someone is relatively young in their career, they will usually be kind of beaten down, like told, like, that's not the way it is. Um, so And then of course they're excited
1: to be invited yeah of course eventually they hear enough
2: of that and then they probably rise up in their career and they become that person right so yeah so i think it is i don't know i think we are often of two minds when we see this happens right around hey there's sort of like suck it up new person this is how it really works versus like actually hearing the new perspective and be like hey like we don't need to make pitch decks or if they're really this important. Why don't we invest in some automation that would make it much easier to make them just instantaneously over and over right so i don't know i think that's like a a thing i keep thinking about when i read these various articles
0: yeah yeah it's all maybe maybe to uh uh, further pull things together or wrap around i've lost track of which direction things are going is it it, what's the name of that uh that uh, infinite taurus thing (laughs)
1: <laughs> like isn't isn't there some Borough like magic the snake that eats it's own
0: tail? Oh sure, you got that. But there's there's yeah. some, you know, you know, I went to high school with a bunch of math nerds, which I was not. And <laughs> they're obsessed with some sort of like Eulerian like taurus Oh yeah. I don't know what it is. Anyways, like like it seems like uh I mean, I'm envisioning the first 5 minutes of that Castaway movie where Tom Hanks is this efficiency expert, right? And if you had some efficiency expert like come into these big meetings, it seems like they would be like, wow, this is a lot of money we're burning through. And what decision did you actually make? And so it's, <laughs> it's, it's almost like uh, someone, and obviously since everyone still does this, we haven't solved the problem or we're all wrong and it's perfectly fine. There's another like answer to the meaningless stuff I've been contemplating that maybe I'll remember to get to, but someone, no one has really cracked the code of like, what the fuck are all these people doing? and and i even put it the 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 offensive way well obviously because i said fuck but like (laughs) it's not so much you have to put it in the passive voice it's like why are we still accepting the system that's like so weird and annoying now that's just a rhetorical question which is to say never mind that uh but you know it, it it brings up another point that i've been thinking of a lot recently and i i think a lot you know when i worked at large companies over the years which is one answer to that is that the point of a company is actually to give people something to do and pay them money right like as an employee you don't really get like jazzed up about delivering business value and shareholder value like you sort of get jazzed up when like you get value and and you do things so a lot of these large organizations just become sort of like perpetual employee holding satisfaction machines right and (laughs) And so, you know, that would sort of like, it would explain a lot of bringing your entourage to a meeting and like, you know, you're basically just sort of like navigating your career and your place and thing. And to the point of like uh, PowerPoint hazing, right? You're just like, I don't know, that's just the system, right? And like you'll be able to uh if you go through this you will advance your career and things will turn out well for you right and then the, you the, can bring your entourage the 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 answer there there's a slight footnote to this about that you know that that levine guy pointer or whatever his name is pointed out but the the reply to why are we spending all this time is is rarely because it's valuable it's more as brandon was saying that's just how we do things and like because I did it. And if you do it, you'll get paid a lot of money right now as another little uh, coda. I mean, if those Goldman analysts were pissing in bottles, we probably would be more on their side. Right. But it's just, (laughs) it's just because they like, they like are on the potential to make a lot of money that we're just like, this is another weird thing is like, if you're making a lot of money from doing inane suffering, we're just like, good on you. Like we're, we're all about it and kind of merciless. Whereas really like, you know, they're doing the PowerPoint equivalent of pissing in bottles is, is what's going on there. (laughs) I don't know, you know, meetings, not very encouraging, (laughs) but I do think, you know, it,
2: it does come back to this though. I think, um, large companies with complex portfolios of anything, you know, they, and the way that we run them, right. They, there is a demand for summarizing information, passing it up. Right. So that people can ultimately get it. And I think a lot of like, you know, back to your original, one of your original questions was like, What is everyone doing? That's a big part of what everyone is doing is trying to take the details of something that's fairly complicated, that requires a lot of domain expertise, but then trying to summarize it so that a couple levels up, somebody that has to try to synthesize this entire company, right? Hundreds of products, thousands of employees is, has enough information to at least have a chance at making some decisions. Now, you can well, always go back yeah. to like, is command and control right? I mean, to some degree, Amazon tries to, you know, the two pizza team kind of th- theory is is trying to like push decision-making out. But, but the vast majority of companies I've seen, right, it, that is still the case. So if I mean, you want to summarize it, you do need a lot of people pushing up PowerPoint yeah. and trying to make yeah. it simple. I
1: mean, yeah. that that's <clears throat> the function of middle management is to, you know, keep the, the you know, the, the, crawls down and, and you know, but also keep keep the unfiltered facts from going up. And so sometimes, I mean, maybe that explains the lethargy of large enterprises is, you know, they seem like they never do anything because, you know, the pertinent details are getting filtered out by that layer of people in between, you know, the, the, the cold face seam and the people who make the, the bigger decisions, you know, that they don't want to hear the, the, the bad things. And so, you know, they, they slowly get filtered out where, you know, Hey, you get invited to the meetings, but we don't really need your feedback. Um, you know, you need a, you need a flatter organization or maybe a smaller one if you want to be nimble.
2: Yeah. Or I think, you know, to your other questions, I don't know if anyone's done it. I mean, others is like, I think you just have to design, you have to spend a lot more time designing what it is a group of executives need to run the business so that they can just go, see the reports themselves. Like go go see the data firsthand, right? Like I'm gonna run these businesses this way. Everything's gonna be reported this way. And that's gonna give me the the information I need to run the business. Because I, I think you're right. When you to Matt's point, it's like there is always a tendency when you start summarizing data. It's like things get lost, bad news gets hidden. It just it's just I think that's part of the culture of any group of people. No one wants to be like if you will, saying they're doing poorly. and, uh, and But I don't, I don't know. I, I, at the end of the day, row, I think we still exist in this system because no one has really come up with a better way of actually doing it. So, so we'll see. We'll see going forward. Maybe someone will fix
1: it all. It sounds like uh, the monitoring dilemma about summarized data. You know, you lose all the highs and lows. and
2: Yeah, and it becomes yeah. the average, right? And everything just looks yeah, like Yeah, exactly.
1: Funny. And then it's like, what happened to all those uh, 99th percentile exceptions? You know, all those black swans, they filtered out.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, to close it off, this is a note. Like, maybe after I do my son, what WTF book, uh, sometime in the future. Like, there's another book that I want to work on. Maybe I want to explore this idea, which is like, you know, high performing companies are for like, you know, not for you. Like, that's (laughs) we got to work on this title. But like, (laughs) but like, basically. For most people, you don't want to be tied up in a high-performing organization because that's a lot of work and you actually yeah. have to do stuff. Whereas more of what you want to do is find a large uh, sort of like cemented in organization that is always struggling with you know, digital transformation or revitalizing things or whatever. There's, well, almost, like, there's almost like this sweet spot. There's got to be some, some rules of thumbs. You find this sweet spot of like technical debt and there's probably some mckinsey term and like maybe like not cash flow but like you know the margin that you have based on like you know previous expenditures where basically you're trying to find like like a pre zombie company or even maybe a zombie company and like you get the into that
1: yeah. yeah you get it,
0: you get into that company and and like it's cool right like you found yourself like a sort of capitalist socialist system that basically will take care of you if your ambitions aren't too high. As long as they don't have a culture of layoffs. Oh yeah. Well, you know, that's, 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 <laughs> that's, that's the equivalent of a natural disaster in such a system, right? It's just like, you can, you can plan out your poop bucket with your MREs and everything uh, to take care of it. But
2: well, I do, I'll a- give a quick shout out to uh, our, our, uh, your, uh, um, Mr. Horowitz, like I think he took like in the book on culture, I mentioned a few weeks ago, like he took pretty dead aim at it. I think his point was simple as this. Like, if you're in any type of management position, you got to be able to explain why you got to be explained why people are doing the things that they're doing and make it connect to um, the value, right? Make it connect to some meaningful way. And it's like. And I, I think, you know, to be fair, I don't think you would say everybody does it perfectly, but I just think if, uh, even if you're in a small group, maybe you're just managing a scrum team. Maybe you're just like leading like a small three person team. It's like, if you just challenge yourself at least to like, I, at least for the things that I'm going to affect in this team, like I'm going to be able to defend the why. And I think if you can't defend the why sometimes being honest about it and being saying like, Hey, we just have to do the deck. We have to get it done. Let's minimize the amount of time. Let's get through it as quickly as possible. And make sure we, you know, kind of check this box and move on to stuff that we think is important. It's like, that's a pretty good environment, right? I think that's a pretty, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, and, um, and I think I, like I do, I, th- I try to think about that myself. Like, and sometimes even if you're working by yourself, can you think of the why? And if not, just use that as your own way to prioritize stuff, right? If it's, if you can't really get it, like that's something you check off. If there's something that's really important, like usually it's like a client interaction or customer presentation. You're like, that's going to be important, right? Cause you can affect that. You can make, be really, do that really well. If it's something administrative internally, that's probably something you know you don't necessarily need to spend a ton of time doing that, right? You know, or yeah. or, or you come up why it's really important and you spend extra time on it. So I don't know. I kind of keep those ideas in my, my head.
0: I think I think you're exactly right. I just we'll, we'll close out for with with one thing. I, I did. You know, I even made a little video about it's annoying when people ask why instead of just answering my question. But I I did a little. Uh, I forced myself to ask people. I mean, first. I sort of like talked with him for 20 minutes. Then I was like, let's back up. I mean, I did the whole, I didn't say it. let's back up, but I did the whole thing like, like let's go over this assumption that we haven't talked about uh, about the audience this is for. And I think it was uh, I'm always afraid. I'm going to be like, you know, pedantic when I ask these questions, but I think it was a, a question that hadn't been considered that would totally change the, uh, the outcome of what we were doing. So it's good to uh, not only ask like a why sort of thing, but like, what uh who are we doing this for? Like what what uh, what audience are we going after? So that and other bromides you can always depend on. <laughs> but speaking of, of vital, important things, Brandon, do we have any bureaucracy to go over?
2: We do. We had a, a bunch of feedback this week. So uh, first off on stickers, I want to let uh, everyone know I sent some stickers to Dylan. He's a new listener in Ireland, so glad to have him aboard. Send some stickers to Chris in Allen, Texas. And he found us via our good friends at the Arrested DevOps podcast. So thanks nice. for uh, thank you to them for advertising us. Really appreciate it. And I also sent stickers to Josh in you know my home state, Silver Spring, Maryland. And uh, as he says, the there, you know, every successful cloud migration uh, needs stickers. So I couldn't agree with him more. So that's great. He's moving all his stuff to the cloud. So now that he has stickers, nothing no, can go no, wrong. Hold, it's perfect. Hold on, him.
0: hold on, Brandon. Yep. What is Silver Spring? When you are growing up, if, if someone was like Brandon, young Brandon, yes, we're going to go spend the week- weekend in Silver Spring. Well, what would run through your mind?
2: There's no spring. It's just a really a small suburb right outside of DC. So it's just, oh, this it's, is like this is like a neighborhood. my son. It's just my son.
0: My son Cormac has brought up this idea recently of uh, of uh, housing communities that are named after nature they destroyed. <laughs> that's that's one of his new. i don't know if, the woodlands Yes.
2: yeah yeah I, um maybe there was a spring i don't know i have to look it up but it's just honestly it's just a they, silver, they filled it
1: with concrete it kept, uh, kept getting everything wet
2: you'll find pl- plenty of political people and just regular normal office workers li- living there it's very nice it's on the beltway you know for those in the know it's just right up there you just take the exit go to silver spring very nice area so yeah uh, so we think um and of course if you want a sticker that's what you gotta do just email me your postal address to stickers at Software Talk, and I will send you a sticker anywhere in the world. And then we also got some good feedback on a couple topics we hit. So uh, we talked about last week about, hey, wouldn't it be great if there was a w- way to read newsletters in a, like a Google Reader thing? Turns out there's a couple. So Dominic uh, recommends NewsBlur uh, to read newsletters, and then Owen recommends I.O. Reader for newsletters. I haven't tried either one, but I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, and then on the jobs front, if you're looking for a job, so, you know, Kote's got one for you. And then, uh, our friend, uh, Brian Gracely over at the cloudcast. So they have, uh, something like 10 product manager openings for OpenShift on everything, everything from like developer experience to all kinds of, uh, uh, complicated, maybe there was like OpenShift on me. I have to look it up. I think (laughs) it was, but there's a lot of stuff. So if you want to work on OpenShift, you like product management, you should just go into Slack. He listed them all out there and you can, uh, you know, find him, and I'm sure he'll give you the scoop on uh, why those are great jobs. So as always, appreciate all the feedback from all the listeners. It's always great to hear from everyone.
0: Well, there's also a few conferences. you know, uh, you can still submit a, a paper to uh, speak at spring one. I do some track stuff there for all, all the DevOps and agile and managerial stuff. And also uh, coming up at the end of uh, April,'m I and several other people on April 28th. You know, for EMEA times, we're going to be talking about all sorts of uh, exciting cloud native Tanzu Kubernetes spring type of stuff uh, going on, as well as uh, on the 27th. So 27th and 28th, if you're interested in some, uh, some cloud native kind of events, just go check out the show notes at softwaredefinedtalk.com. And uh, you can attend those for free. I'll, I'll, I think either I'm speaking at them or emceeing. I should probably look that up and see what it is I'm, uh, I'm you, you
1: either need to be ready to talk or have a presentation to prepare
0: i mean but come on it's like april 1st now that's so far in the future who knows what might happen like it was yesterday it's, it's, <laughs> and for you uh anyways well uh with that matt ray what do you have to recommend this episode oh well um it's it's been kind of a slow week <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> um i i i Got uh so I recently got myself some more uh, little mini computers, uh, some more tiny arm machines, and uh, I needed a power, a new power uh, strip for them. And I found myself this really nice one uh, from the G Globa company. I'm sure that's a, a thriving brand, but it's the International Power Board Strip. And the cool thing about this one is they had two, four, and six plug designs, USB plugs on the board. And the plugs were international plugs. So I got some of these computers I have have American adapters, and some of them had Australian ones. And I could plug them both in without having to get special adapters. So that was kind of sweet. And it was cheap. So it was like $18 Australian. Uh, so I was pretty excited about that.
2: <laughs> nice, Matt Ray. Wow. You, you never fail to deliver, Matt Ray. Once again. At,
0: right and it on, looks like right, a cat.
1: Right on. <laughs> Brand right there.
0: It looks like a cat. Huh? Yeah. Click on right. the
1: link. Check it out.
0: I, I'm going to have to. All right. How about yourself, Brandon? What, what do you have to recommend? Uh,
2: yeah. So spring is uh full force here in Austin. So that means there's uh, a little bit of lawn maintenance, which means there's some weeds. And uh, last year we, we put in this big, big rock bed and uh, it's, it's been very nice. It's worked out well, but had all these weeds like popping up through the rocks. So I attempted to address this problem using uh, some homemade remedy of uh, white vinegar and salt. Uh, I sprayed it all down and didn't work at all. And then a friend of mine was over the other day. We were hanging out, and he said, well, you can use a propane torch. And I was like, (laughs) really? (laughs) I was joking. So so I went out, and I did get the Flame King propane torch weed burner. So this is eventually a small... Flame flower as my son would call it. But essentially what you do, and it's it's like it's one of these things after you get it, you're like, this feels illegal. It feels like this should be against the law. But you just get a propane tank and you hook this thing up, you light the torch, and sure enough, you can just like if you're in like a big rock bed, you just burn all the weeds out. Works fantastic. And it's actually quite fun. So um again, I don't really probably should check with your uh, local laws. I don't know if this is actually <laughs> legal everywhere. Again, yeah, it, it you're felt, the guy who
1: s- set the neighborhood on fire. Yeah, no, it
2: does. It feels it's it's unsafe, too. I don't think there's anything. This is definitely not kid-friendly activity. It's probably not even a, an the adult kids love them. activity. But it was fantastic. So it's the best experience I've had uh, doing lawn maintenance and <sighs> Probably since I could drive tractors or something when I was very Pro- Probably young, so. since
1: you were like twelve with the WD forty and the lighter. Yeah,
2: yeah. So it's good. So there you go. So there you have it. So if you're having, if you have a big rock bed, now again, I listen. You're, it's up to you to use it where you want, but you really need to use this in a rock bed. Don't use this on mulch because uh, don't use it indoors. Way, don't use it indoors. Don't use it on mulch. Don't <laughs> use it on anything that's flammable. So just you know, be be responsible. But if you if you really want to take out the weeds, check check out the Flame King propane torch weed
0: burner. Hundred thousand BTU. That's nuts. I'm 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 still thinking about that. So, so you are huh okay oh, video huh there's video there's a video right, well, so you can
2: see the link and you can actually watch a video of someone doing it so you can kind of see what's going on.
0: Well, I I you know I was trying to think of of what to recommend this week and I want to make a recommendation based piggybacking on what Matt Ray was saying and that is for a uh, a plug adapter now. We have a situation here. Let, let me give a little bit of context. I might have complained about this before, but I think this is a very common thing that every every uh, parent suffers from, is my children have two major deficiencies. There's many minor ones. You don't talk about your kids that way. Well, the, well hold on. You're right. You're right. <laughs> my my children are on two vital learning paths. Uh, there's areas of improvements. and And the first is, they can never seem to find an iPad cord. It's always, every day, it's like, I need a cord. Where's a cord? I need a cord. That cord doesn't work. I need a cord. And then two, the reason they need a cord is they always forget to plug their stuff in so it charges overnight. And I've just, I've just stopped being a dad about it. But what I realized is that what you have to do is uh, I've bought a lot of cords recently, a while ago, but you also need to have those cords plugged in everywhere right? Like you can't just have a drawer full of, of, of of cords. Now, now I happen to have a lot of American uh, those big little, little bricks for that. You can plug USB cables into charge, but of course that doesn't work here. So I'm always on the lookout for a good American to European plug adapter.
1: That's what I'm talking about.
0: And I found, I found one that is great. The reason it's great is one it's German made. So I feel like it's going to work. Two, it looks really awesome. Like it's, it's a good, good looking plug. I'll, 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 put a, uh, I'll put a link to it here in the, uh, the chat window. And of course it'll be in the show notes, but it's a good looking plug. It doesn't have like all the weird stuff. And also for whatever reason, if you go to the German Amazon, it is now priced at 195. That's in euros, but it's super cheap. Normally priced at five euros, but you can just get a whole path. You get a whole bag of them for like uh cheaper than a, uh, you know, a liter of milk. I don't think that's true. That sounds well. great. But yeah, they're uh, they're good adapters. You should check them out. Just order a big bag of them and then you can use all your uh, your American wall warts. Well, speaking of American wall warts, this has always has been uh software defined talk. Once I find the show number, I will tell you where you can go to find the show <laughs> notes. If you want to get the show notes for this episode, there's lots of things we didn't mention. A few things we alluded to. If you want some of those really cheap power uh, converters, uh, you can go to softwaredefinedtalk slash two ninety two. Find those there. And with that, we'll see everyone next time. Bye bye. Bye. Is the dog out now, Matt Ray?
1: Uh, he ran outside to go attack something besides me. So mm, that's good. He needs that's breakfast. Yeah, he'll be back. I, I texted my son to come get his dog out of here.
0: This is what I tell my kids all the time. Will you? Will someone come feed your dog? I yes. I don't, I don't think they get the joke.
1: Did you start with a puppy?
0: Uh, no. Or you got one that was no, older? We, we got we got like a year old dog.
1: I oh, don't know. I don't know. Smart man,
0: smart yeah, man. I don't. He mm. got me up like four times last night. Anyway, I hope this is in the after show, Brandon.